Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and boy, do we have a really good show uh, lined up for you today where we're going to talk a lot about some year-end activities that you may want to take part in, answer some really good questions that you may have regarding Roth conversions, and look at whether the 60-40 investment portfolio is dead. Uh, but first, as we always start, let's start with a market recap this week. Uh, indexes uh, have been decidedly down uh, in the stock market uh, with you know the Dow Jones, S&P, and NASDAQ all down for the week. We are coming off an up day uh, on Thursday in the market where – now, we had a pretty decent little bounce, uh, by most averages, uh, S&P, um, you know, up a little bit under 1%, NASDAQ actually up over 1%, uh, and the Dow Jones, uh, you know, up just maybe right around a half a percent. Uh, the 10-year treasury went out, uh, had a pretty good rally, uh, Thursday actually, but, uh, was back to 3.49% under the 3.5% level. And boy, that 10-year treasury has really been a little bit everywhere um, just since the end of uh, October, where uh, maybe let's call it uh, the 21st of October, put in a new high for the you know, multi-year of about 4.32. And it has been on a stair step down ever since, um, kind of broken its uh, support level and is headed south, which Historically, that could be a uh, not-so-bad indicator for stocks, as usually lower rates are better for stocks uh, for sure. If we look in the commodity patch this week, you know, oil uh, back in the 70s, uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude, 71.45 uh, is where it went out Thursday's action. Gold, uh, you know, off the recent highs in the mid-1800s, back to 17.88 an ounce. Now, if you're a listener to this show, you know the uh, commodity uh, of the day here is lumber. Lumber uh, hovering just above 400 at $411 for per 1,000 board feet. Uh, and actually, we broke 400 or came really close to it just earlier in the week. Um, so if you're looking at building a house in the future, that may be better news for you. But housing prices are still, uh, you know, Way up there. A index we'll start watching is the Baltic uh, Dry Index. It's a shipping cost uh, uh, index, really, and, and, and where we are now is kind of towards the lows there. So as some of the bottlenecks in the world break loose from a supply chain standpoint, that should bode better for things economically. As we said, uh, we've got a really good show lined up for you today, a lot of discussion about what to do at year-end, uh, how to get as much savings as possible uh, on your taxes and or uh, 
you know, other ways to kind of make lemonade out of lemons when the market gives it to you. But uh, you know, to recap, uh, update Thursday pretty much across the board. Um, unleaded gasoline before I get out of this segment. Let's do look at that because um, down three cents to 204 uh, per gallon. That's wholesale, obviously, but man, it is really uh, bordering closely on breaking through the $2 a gallon level wholesale, which we haven't seen that uh, the better part of several years. So we've got a great show for you. Stay tuned here on this station, and we'll be back in 30 seconds after a word from our sponsors. Keep listening to Financial Fridays. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and this is the Investment Spotlight segment. And it may morph into a little bit of financial planning because uh, one of the things that's been a hot topic this year is how poorly both stock and bond indexes have fared, which is, uh, I think, uh, by my account, only the second time uh, really since I've been keeping records that something like this has happened, and by far the bond market has had a absolute uh, woeful performance this year. Uh, I think as of Wednesday, uh, the U.S. aggregate bond market was down almost 12% for the year, and the S&P 500 was down over 16. So the question at hand and the topic at hand, if you follow the markets, um, you know, for years it was always said that maybe a 60-40 portfolio, that is a portfolio that's 60% stocks, 40% bonds, may be the uh, best type of portfolio. And uh, there has been a lot of news this year that the 60-40 portfolio uh, is dead. But as our friends at uh, Ameriprise uh, Capital Markets Group say maybe that death is an exaggeration looking at 2022. And you have to go back to uh, in 1897, American novelist Samuel Clemens, uh, better known under, under his nom de plume of Mark Twain, that's his uh, you know, pseudonym, was asked to confirm rumors that he was either gravely ill or already dead. He responded, as published in the New York Journal, that, quote, the report of my death was an exaggeration. And I think we've all heard variations of this quote. Uh, you know, the reports of my demise have been greatly exaggerated or foretold, etc. But as I said, with stocks and bonds both down significantly this year, a result that has happened um, 
As I said only a couple times in history, it seems that investors may be tempted to pose the same question that was posed to Mark Twain. Is the balanced 60-40 portfolio um, gravely ill or is it already dead? And our friends at Ameriprise believe uh, it is neither. Uh, the 60-40 portfolio, which is broadly used as a default standard for long-term diversified investors, has been resilient through time since stock and bond returns are typically independent from one another through the market and economic cycles. Um, that's how it was constructed over time. Uh, though this year is different with both asset classes down, when taken as a whole, the returns on the 60-40 portfolio are not in uncharted territory uh, in the view of Ameriprise. And so, you know, as I kind of explained this, you, some of these occasions you can imagine a graph of the annual performance of 60-40 portfolios over the last 30 years. And uh, I'll also cover what marks the biggest entry year loss for the portfolio in each calendar year. And a couple of observations are uh, as follows. Um, typically, returns have been positive in 23 of 30 of the last 30 years. And the average annual return for the portfolio was a positive um, 8.1%. Uh, and that's not even counting dividends on the equities, which I think for the S&P 500 is about another one and a quarter percent a year. Uh, invest, investors only face declines of 10% or greater in seven of the years, uh, not including this year. However, six of these years were followed by positive returns the next year with returns in the subsequent years coming in at an above average 11.7%. Now, a couple of these have seen kind of maximum drawdowns. Uh, you know, for example, I think we forget um, in 2020, a 60-40 portfolio saw a maximum drawdown right on equal terms with our maximum drawdown this year uh, that we hit in early October. Now, the worst year for maximum drawdown um, on the last 30 has been 2008. Uh, but there have been a number of years where you're looking at maximum drawdowns close to 20%. Uh, those are 01, 02, uh, obviously 08, but uh, 09 wasn't any better than 20 and this year. Uh, a couple of instances, I think, as we've seen, typically when you get performance as poor as this, it's either an outlier or it comes at the end of a uh, period of kind of stagnant markets. Um, the last time that happened was uh, right at the millennium, kind of the dot-com bust that came a little bit late in uh, 2001 and 2002. But generally, um, as I said earlier, that 60-40 portfolio has proved pretty resilient. And though I would welcome uh, an above-average year next year, obviously, I think the more important conversation is what happens longer term. With the reset in stock and bond prices, long-term investors now have a much more compelling entry point, or more directly, stocks and bonds are cheaper now than they were uh, just you know, 11 months ago. And if you look at kind of the valuation of a 60-40 portfolio and the return that an investor would have earned over the subsequent 20 years based on that valuation, there's a pretty good calculation uh, as a combination of equity earnings yield um, – and yield the worst for the bond market uh, could signal better return opportunities going forward. And, you know, definitely 
what you're seeing is uh, perhaps a jump uh, in the next year to come for the long run. And you know, since the early 1980s, the yield on this portfolio has been trending lower because interest rates have been going down and the valuations have been trending higher. And the portfolio has been getting more and more expensive. Since the beginning of the year, though, this valuation has reset and we're now at levels uh, we haven't seen since early 2011. There is strong correlation between starting yields, that is the lower price of bonds, and future returns. While this year has been challenging with better valuation, a resilient U.S. economy, and with a long enough time frame, uh, to paraphrase Mr. Mr. Twain there, then the report of the 60-40 portfolio's death may certainly seem to be an exaggeration. I think another way to kind of uh, set that topic up is, you know, historically, uh, portfolios are diversified for a reason. And I think as we went through, even a basic 60-40 portfolio has shown reasons why um, it's better to stay invested in a diversified manner over the long run. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here at this station, and we will be back after a word from our sponsors. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and in uh, this segment, we will take a trip down financial planning. Uh, financial planning matters uh, as it pertains to um, some tax ideas uh, and uh, perhaps looking at a year-end benefit analysis as well. Uh, you know, a couple of the questions we've had come in uh, dealt with sales of property, and a lot of times people want to sell stuff at the end of the year. And, um, you know, always check with your certified uh, financial planner or your certified public accountant as it pertains to this these items. But um, sometimes sales do not get fully completed all in one year, and those are called installment sales. And uh, these may be things that are worthwhile depending on where you are from a tax perspective uh, because if you kind of follow the IRS uh, publication 537, it has all there is to know uh, as topic number 705 with regards to installment sales. So for instance, in an installment sale, in each year you receive a payment, you must include an income, both the interest part and the part that you're gain on the sale, and you don't include in income, the part that's the return of your cost basis 
in the property. Uh, the part that is gained on the sale is treated as any other long-term capital gain uh, as long as the property was held greater than one year. So why would people uh, you know, explore installment sales? A lot of times if someone's already on Medicare, they may look at an installment sale as a way to make sure um, they don't have a huge gain in one year and they keep their Medicare premiums under the uh, levels where their premiums would increase. Because keep in mind, I mean, uh, in a large installment sale a year, that may also run your Medicare premiums up to about $597 per person. Uh, So if you're married, that's times two. Uh, Whereas if you structure an installment sale properly, what you may be looking at is a much more benign uh, Medicare situation as well as an income tax situation on the gain um, of the property if you space it out over a period of years. And uh, it's not uncommon uh, to look at installment sales, especially perhaps on pieces of property that have greatly appreciated. Uh, uh, you know, those are things uh, where you don't get any depreciation on raw land, so that doesn't come into the planning um planning component of, of what you're doing but if you've got you know ground that you bought uh, long ago and you're looking at disposing of it but you were concerned that perhaps the taxes would uh, take too big of a chunk out of what you were going to receive uh, perhaps looking at installment sales uh, may be uh, the best uh, uh, you know maybe maybe something to, to do as you move forward. Uh, as I said, the, uh, you know, kind of the Bible, so to speak, on this um, just came out in 2021 where it was updated, and that's publication 537 from the uh, Internal Revenue Service, or you can find that online at irs.gov. Another financial planning topic to think about year-end would have to do with looking at benefits. Um, and, you know, specifically speaking, what we are um, – you know, looking at there is as it's time to sign up for benefits uh, this time of year by knowing more of what uh, you spend or more what cash you have available. Uh, you can look at kind of parsing through your benefits uh, if your job offers them and, and seeing if we can uh, or if you can obviously look at picking up benefits that might uh, help you more in 2023. An often overlooked benefit is the HSA uh, account. This is a great way to put money back if you have a high deductible health care plan. And depending if you are in a a single plan or family plan, uh, there's governances on what um, is allowed to be put back there. And keep in mind that's one of the very few items uh, that are out there that allows for uh, pre-tax money going in, and then when the money comes out, uh, it's totally non-taxable. And keep in mind with uh, with HSA plans now, you can even begin to use those for uh, over-the-counter uh, items that you might need for health care. So there is a tremendous amount of flexibility um, that could be at your fingertips with HSAs. Uh, keep in mind as well that some of the new limits um, – on um, 
retirement plans and IRAs have gone into effect. And on the retirement plan side of things, uh, the new elective deferral maximum is $22,500, which is $2,000 more than what it was last year. And the catch-up is a whopping $1,000 more if you're over 50 at $7,500. So if you're 50 or over, you could put $30,000 back pre-tax as opposed to $27,000. Uh, and if you're under 50, you can put $2,000 more back than what you could do before. IRAs have moved up to uh, $6,500 with a $1,000 catch-up contribution for those age 50 or more for 2023. So as you parse through your uh, benefits, be sure and check all that out. As a reminder, typically if you have a lot of group life insurance, it's term policies, uh, that typically gets more expensive once you hit age 45. And it may look, uh, if you're healthy, better to be, uh, you know, uh, shopping that outside of the group than inside of the group. But keep listening to Financial Fridays right here on this station, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson. And boy, are we getting excited as uh, Christmas is coming around and the holiday season. And we hope that you and your family uh, have um, had an excellent uh, start to the holiday season. And this part of the show, we do answer your questions that come in um and as a reminder, feel free to email those to us at william.a.watson at ampf.com. And we will try to get them on the show uh, for you uh, as we do the show uh, each and every week. So the questions uh, that come in uh, today are really about... Um, Roth conversions. As we get to year end, there's probably been a lot of discussions about what to do uh, or what is a Roth IRA and what is a Roth conversion. Now, a regular Roth and a Roth conversion are two different animals. Unlike a regular Roth IRA, which has income limits, meaning if you make over a certain amount of money, uh, specifically um, for 2022, uh, that amount 
of eligibility is if you make more than $129,000 as a single taxpayer or 204000 as married filing jointly, um, you may or may not be able to do a Roth IRA and it would be phased out. Uh, for single uh, people, that phase out is 129000 to 143999 That means if you make $144,000, you cannot – you're not eligible to do a contributory Roth IRA. And for a married couple, that phase-out ends at two thirteen nine ninety nine, meaning that uh, if you make over $214,000 as a married couple, you are not eligible for a Roth contributory IRA. But anyone, uh, even the richest person on earth, uh, can do a Roth conversion IRA. There are no income limits to it. And uh, the way a conversion works is you take a IRA, a regular IRA, and convert it to a Roth. Now, normally if you've deducted uh, and took a deduction on the money that is in a IRA, typically that the amount you convert would be fully taxable in the year that you convert it. Uh, now, keep in mind uh, there are a lot of people – that uh, do non-deductible IRAs. And so you can kind of see with this question, we'll be going down a rabbit hole that is a very good financial planning topic. And, and don't hesitate to work with your certified financial planner or your CPA because each specific instance can be a little bit different. And um, if you have an IRA, let's say, for an example, you put $6,000 into an IRA – January 1st this year, you did not claim a deduction and you convert and the IRA is worth $6,000 still. Uh, if you convert that to a Roth conversion, it's really a non-tax event because you did not claim a deduction on the IRA contribution. The IRA has not made any money in that example and you can convert that to a Roth, uh, without tax consequences or liability. Uh, going forward. Now, keep in mind there are some time standards when it comes to Roth conversions. Um, before you can start taking uh, withdrawals and have the earnings come out tax-free, there needs to be a five-year clock uh, from the time the first contribution went in uh, to the Roth conversion um, and, of course, be over 59 and a half before you can get those earnings out Tax-free. That doesn't mean each conversion event has a five-year clock. It is that there is one uh, five-year clock total that would run for all of the conversions in your Roth. Now, the question might be, you might say, well, Drew, I do have an IRA. Some of the money in there was after tax. Some of it was pre-tax. So the IRS has a form for that, just like they have a form for everything. Uh, I think it's a form 8606, but check with your CPA. And let's say, for example, you had an IRA and there was $10,000 in it, and 5000 of that was your after-tax basis. And you were lucky enough to make a great investment, and that doubled. Uh, so 5000 of it was basically money that has never been taxed yet. So in that case, in that example, if you converted the full $10,000, um, you know, 
half of what uh, you converted would be taxable and the other half not. Now, keeping the right forms uh, keeps you on the right side of the tax man, and it also helps you make better decisions. And specifically speaking, uh, having the 8606, which is the form that tracks when you made non-deductible contributions to IRAs, um, that's key. But also, once you have IRAs, uh, you can't just pick one. Uh, let's say you had, in that example, a $10,000 IRA, and then you had a separate $990,000 IRA that was all pre-tax money. For the rules around this concept, and again, work with your CPA, but to kind of boil it down, um, you know, in that case, uh, the whole million counts as your IRA balance, even though you are just converting from a separate IRA with $10,000 in it. Uh, and in that case, uh, all but 5% of the uh, conversion would be fully taxable to you because it would look in aggregate. In aggregate, out of a million dollars, only 5000 had been put in on an after-tax basis. So when you look at the Roth conversions at year-end, be sure and check what your basis is, if anything, in your IRAs so you don't pay more taxes than you need to. A final thought on this. Uh, if you're working at a um, with a really good certified financial planner, uh, keep in mind you can convert uh, shares of a company. So if you bought a company that's down quite a bit this year like uh, Amazon, uh, for example, it's down 47% I think year to date uh, when I've taped this show, you can convert the shares of Amazon at this price without having to sell any from your IRA to your Roth conversion. And therefore, if it rebounds in price, all that appreciation will be non-taxable going forward since it's in a Roth conversion account. So keep in mind, if you want to try to make lemonade out of lemons um, in this type of down market, Roth conversions and converting specific shares of stock can be a very good way to make that happen. Keep listening to Financial Fridays because we'll be back same time, same channel next week. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. This is WOMI Owensboro. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.